This is Professor Raymond Noby, Department of Ancient History, log entry number two. I believe I have made a significant find in the castle of Cantor. Having journeyed there with my wife, Henrietta, my daughter, Annie, and associate professor, Ed Gettler. It was in the rear chamber of the castle. We stumbled upon something remarkable. Once again, yes, the same shit you ask every week. But I'll indulge you, you creepy English tart. I'm here for my weekly stash of teddy mags, my favorite taco bar in the whole wide world, Toblerone, and my lotto tickets. <gasps> Who bought a shingle? I have one! Welcome to another episode of Astro Radio Z. I'm your host, Derek Carey, and we're going to try something new with this episode. It's an idea my wife and I came up with a while back called DNT, and essentially what this is, Tammy, do you want to say hi? Hello. It's my wife, my beautiful wife, Tammy. She's here to talk about some movies. What do you think about this? I should talk about movies because I'm forced to watch a lot of movies. And that's where this came from. D&T, what it is, is because I forced Tam to watch so many shitty movies, I'm giving her the pleasure to force me to watch whatever she wants to watch. So D&T essentially is I make her watch one of my shitty low-rent pieces of garbage and then what ends up happening and yeah this sounds like a stereotype she'll end up forcing me to watch some romantic comedy that i would never in my entire life watch is that pretty accurate would you say pretty much or uh probably some reality thing some (laughs) well we're not going to talk about reality (laughs) tv shows on here at least we're not going to (laughs) try that what was that one the amish one you were making me watch breaking amish breaking (laughs) (laughs) i learned a lot (laughs) yeah Learned a lot about how drunk, how quickly drunk the Amish people can become. And that one girl got all her teeth pulled. (laughs) Anyway. I I hear blowjobs are better that way. Oh. So anyways, that's DNT. Now, at the end, what we're going to do is Tam's going to talk about the first movie that I made her watch. And then we'll we'll talk back and forth a little bit about it. And then I'll talk about the movie that she made me watch. And we'll talk about it. And then we're going to kind of, it's it's going to be a versus. We're going to see which movie comes out on top, which one was better, what we think was better. 
and uh, we'll rate it on a, a minutes awake scale because <laughs> we have three children. And once we sit down on the couch at night, it's usually on like 930, 10 o'clock at night, and we're exhausted. I usually stay awake for the whole movie. Tammy falls asleep. It all depends on how good the movie is. So that's going to be the ultimate determining factor as to what was a better movie <laughs> was how long Tammy could stay awake. Hey, I try too. I really do. Well, you, you, for the for those of you that don't have children, you you won't know until you do <laughs> how tired you ultimately become. Uh, but when you have three little tiny children, the way we do, um, staying awake is. A feet and a half. So uh, any last words before we get into this? I hope that our uh, reviews will, will make you go out and watch these and hopefully not fall asleep. <laughs> Even the man whose heart is pure and says his prayers at night can change to a wolf when the wolf bane blooms and the full moon shining bright. So the movies that are on the block today are I Made Tammy Watch. Killjoy, the fourth one. Yeah. Killjoy Goes to Hell. And She Made Me Watch. Oh, my God. Uh, you don't even remember. <laughs> Don John. Don John. Uh, the Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Guido film. So uh, let's go ahead and we're going to start off this episode <laughs> with Killjoy Goes to Hell. All right, so Killjoy goes to hell. First of all, um, I didn't know a lot about this series when I even began because I only caught part of the third movie. So the fourth one is the only attempt I made watching this, but Derek had sped me up to really what it was, which, you know, you don't really need to know much watching Killjoy. So <laughs> It's a clown, right? Yes, it's a clown <laughs> that just kills people and was trying to have sex with a virgin. I remember that. Was that part of it? See, I even watched the whole series. Was that really like his goal was to fuck virgins? Well, I don't know. I just know that I think the chick was trying to um, make it out alive. So she said she was a virgin. Oh, and it got him all hot and horny. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, but yeah, Killjoy, um, the fourth one basically is just uh, Killjoy on trial. Because then the third one, he, I think he kind of dies. And then somehow he's brought back. Am I right there? Yes. So he's on trial and all the clowns um, get put on trial. And the it, basically the whole movie is set in like two rooms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to before this is how this is going to work is I'm going to let Tammy suffer through trying to describe this film <laughs> without helping her out. And we're going to see how close she is to it, because usually because I'm the nerd, I can usually, you know, I pay attention to the movie where Tammy kind of tunes out about 10 minutes in and is on the iPad. Would you would you say that's with all of my movies? That's pretty accurate. Well, I'm usually balancing our checkbook <laughs> <laughs> or folding laundry. <laughs> This is some sexy stuff for you cult exploitation horror fans. You get the old people's reviews now. Yes. But yeah, Killjoy basically is just on trial. And uh, there, the whole point of the trial is that he wants himself to look like a badass clown 
to keep his evil because he lost his evil powers. Satan took his evil. Or, so what it actually is is that Satan has him on trial because he's not. He doesn't think he's evil anymore because he let the one girl live. Yes, that was in the third one. No, no, no. Well, yeah, yeah, that yes. was in the third one. But in the fourth one, yeah, some witch brings him back to life in order to bring bring him to Satan. So Satan can put him on trial and basically take away and all his powers and make him a slave. So we probably should start out that the fourth one really starts out with the girl who survived the third one. She's like in this mental institution laughing and laughing and laughing. And they're trying to figure out why she's laughing. And that's leads in to Killjoy on trial. And somewhere in there, the police figure out that. Killjoy's the one who did all this madness? Well, because in that world, for some reason, everybody knows. If you're African-American, you know who Killjoy is. Yes. Because we all know Killjoy is an African-American man played by a white man, Trent Haga. Which I don't know if you know who that gentleman is, do you? No. But I have to say they did really good makeup on them. Oh, yeah. The makeup's all great. It actually kind of reminds me of all the old Full Moon movies where they actually had a budget and they actually did good makeup. And it wasn't all about bongs that floated in the sky and they paid Tommy Chong all their budget to cameo in it. Well, my first thought when you first put Killjoy on, I I just thought of Bozo the Clown. If he was just a little more twisted. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the hair. Well, the funny the, the funny thing was, I was watching that weekend. I was watching the entire series, and you started watching on number three, and you thought that was number one. Yes. <laughs> You're lucky because the first two are really, really bad. If you thought that one was bad, oh. So in general, that's that's the gist of the movie. Um, is that he's on trial to prove that he's the the most evil demon in the world. And, uh, yeah, and then hijinks ensue. It doesn't really matter. What did you think of this movie? Um, I I don't know. It, it wasn't the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was entertaining because I did watch probably three quarters of it. But would I watch it again? No. You kidding me? You're not going to be popping in Kill Killjoy Goes to Hell? No. Day? I mean, if you're like you're gone for a weekend, probably won't put this one on. No. 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 I might watch Breaking Amish again. Over Killjoy Goes to Hell. Yeah. Yeah. Was there anything that was good about it? Um, if I had to go back to the third one, I thought when the one chick was naked and they were going to eat her on the dinner table, and then people did, <laughs> that was probably my favorite part of everything I've seen of Killjoy because that was that was pretty evil I mean they had her like like she was like Thanksgiving yeah on naked like a turkey and they probably basted her and it looked like she was like on a spigot or like the way she had these lines on her skin you know like she was roasted right but um that would be my favorite part of all of it but the Really, the fourth one, I mean, all it was was talking. It was, I've never seen clowns talk so much. And then um, the one chick who was putting him on trial, and then it turns out that she had a thing for him. And, I mean, clowns, there, there's a lot of drama there. Well, the, the one that had a thing for him that is resurrected, the one that's body painted, the clown that's body painted, 
is his girlfriend. No, I knew that. No, I'm talking about the other chick had a thing for him. Oh, you mean the the other attorney? Yes. Demon that that's basically drunk the entire time on martinis? Yes, and she's got like she's real skinny, tall and and she's bar- barely wearing any clothing. Yeah, and she's like wasted. But um she had a thing with Killjoy. Maybe I fell asleep and tuned out. I don't I I don't remember that at all. Yeah, that happened towards the end. Oh Jesus Christ! So all in all, uh, it, it it's like a two thumbs down. Besides the makeup, they did a good jo- good job on makeup, but the set was like two rooms. Satan's voice was pretty nice. Well, Satan was some old dude with long hair. Yeah, yeah. He kind of looked like God as a Satan. God as a Satan <laughs> with horns. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I think they spent all their money on the CG, like space, like hell is in space, look like uh, reject sets from Jason X. With some nice paint jobs in the background. Yeah, and then everything else was either green screened or on that one set courtroom set. Did you like it? Did I like it? No, I didn't even finish it. I thought it was totally awful. Yeah. This is the one that everyone considers to be the good one. Can you imagine that? Boy, oh boy. Did Did you like the third one better than this one? I thought the ending of the third one was pretty good from what I saw. I thought it was it was more dramatic because there was more going on. There was people blowing up. There was people eating people. Um, there was some kind of sex scenes. There was a lot more going on than clowns talking. Yeah, that's essentially all Killjoy Goes to Hell is. I mean, toward the last act, then they start walking around and doing stuff. But for the most part, it's them sitting in a courtroom talking a lot and then cut between like a police procedural where these two cops are horribly doing their job it's just it was awful and i think one of the policemen blew up too i missed that too yeah i think one of them did i mean i must have got up and went took a piss or something i don't remember that at all i don't know but i saw it oh jesus christ so, is there anything more to say about Killjoy Goes to Hell? I don't really think so. They they had a good makeup budget. John. Don John. Wait, and just so you all know for the record, even though I made Derek watch this movie when he was going to go to Angry Hour on Friday, I said, I need a movie to watch. I need to find something. And I just started going through movies. And he was just kind of spitting out different movies I might watch. And so I started to watch Don John. I fell asleep. But that's because I was really, really tired, not because it was super boring. (laughs) So then the next night is when Derek sat down with me and normally he has the remote, but I had it. So I just put it on (laughs) and therefore Derek put his arm around me and suffered through it. (sighs) Yeah. So what Don John essentially is, is uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays this Guido character in New Jersey, of course, 
who has an unhealthy obsession with porn. He's the type of guy who goes to the clubs with his buddies every night. They stand around rating every woman on the face of the planet. Everyone that comes into that club, they rate them on a scale, like a fuckability scale, on various parts of their body. And the women aren't women. They're just basically sex objects for them to take home and fuck every night. Um, but Joseph Gordon-Levitt doesn't really enjoy the sex that he's having, even though he's getting some amazing trim all the time, every single night. He doesn't care. He'd rather sit in front of his computer and watch porn. He's got his porn obsession down to a science. He's got a routine. It's a ritual. And uh, he's basically got a sex addiction. So one night at the club, he ends up meeting this incredibly foxy chick who's played by Scarlett Johansson. And all of a sudden, he stops thinking about everything else and really wants to do this right and think, well, maybe I can have an actual relationship with this girl. Well, he ends up finding out this this girl is a princess, comes from a, a rich-to-do family, and she's wildly against pornography and watching pornography. If, if a man can't sit and focus on her all the time, then it, it, he isn't worth a, a pinch of shit. So... He he comes up against, well, what's he going to do? This is a dilemma. He's he still, even after he goes through a long, like, courting period where they're going on dates, they're going to dinners, they're meeting families, but they're not fucking. They get to the point where, you know, she has him signed up for classes to better himself, to go to college, and he's doing everything in his power to go do right by this girl. But one, they when they finally fuck, it doesn't do anything for him. He's he's just like, you know what? I'd still rather go jerk off in the other room to my porn. So he does. She catches him and essentially lays down the gauntlet that, you know what? This is fucking disgusting. You better figure out what you're going to do. You're, it's either me or this porn. He suckers. He, you know, sweet talks his way into staying with her. And the rest of the movie is this uh, just him trying to fight whether or not she's worth it. Is the porn worth it? Is his sanity worth it? And then there's another lady that comes into the fold that he meets at his class, uh, played by Julianne Moore. And um, she's kind of more of a realist where she isn't ashamed of her body. She isn't ashamed of um, sexual, like just things that um, turn you on. She, she feels, you know, it's, it's healthy to have, uh, to know your body and to know what it is that um, turns you on as long as it's, it's a healthy outlet. As long as you're not objectifying people and you're, you're allowing yourself to grow with someone as opposed to just looking at them as a sexual object. So that's essentially what I got out of Don John. To go back in the beginning when he meets the most beautiful woman he had ever seen, I think part of the reason why he tried so hard is because she would not sleep with him the first night. She made him wait a whole month before she would sleep with him. Yes. So... And I think it was that anticipation he was thinking it was going to be like this most unbelievable thing. And then he realized, uh, she just wanted to do missionary 
it's not this. Well, that's his whole thing. He, yeah. he, he, you know, he thinks sex should be what porno is, should be mm-hmm. sloppy, nasty blowjobs and, and doggy style and, you know, just Money crazy. shots. Yeah, it should just be the craziest shit. And, and for the most part, unless you have someone that's nasty like that, you know, that's just not... <laughs> <laughs> that's not gonna happen, and, and that's why he kept kept going back to the porn. Even though he she was what he labeled a dime, which mm-hmm. is a, a ten out of ten, um, banging butt. He said, and and perfect tits and all this stuff. He still she still wasn't what his mind had pictured a woman should do because of all the porn he had watched. What was his record? Eleven jerk offs in a day. Yes. Yeah, he they that was even in there. So, anyways, that's what the the movie is. If I'm gonna be honest about it, he, I I didn't like that movie at all, except for Tony Danza. Tony Danza plays his dad, and Tony Danza is great. He plays the stereotypical Italian, angry Italian dad, Guido dad, the the kind of you know. Since we the, this Guido culture has come into the fold from Jersey Shore and all this shit, so now we have the stereotype Guido. And everything about this was just like you have these wonderful actors. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. You have Scarlett Johansson. You have uh, Julianne Moore. And you have Tony Danza. Wonderful actors playing the worst kind of people you possibly think of. And you know they're having fun doing it and making fun of it, but they're playing it so straight that really it's not funny. It's not fun. Oh, it's, I liked I, it. I thought it was just torturous. I thought it was just like, why? I don't want to sit in. I don't care about these people. He's a total douchebag. And even in the end, I'm not going to, I don't want to spoil it, but even in the end, when things start turning around, like you would uh, imagine them to in a romantic comedy. I still don't like the guy. I still, I didn't like, Scarlett Johansson's character was reprehensible. The Everyone in the movie, it was just, nothing really, it just kind of run, runs its course very quickly and everything is so predictable that nothing is really left up to chance. You know it's telegraphed, you know everything that's going to happen did so you, quickly. But did you know, I was surprised by when they were shopping and he wanted to buy a thing for his Swifter. <laughs> Swiffer? Swiffer. <laughs> okay, I want you to I want you to tell me what you told me when, when that scene came up. Okay, so the scene is, you know, the Guido guy and the beautiful woman. Um, Scarlett Johansson and... Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I forgot what they were even looking at. Um, I think they were looking for rods for, like, curtains. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, you know, kept trying to make a decision. He's like, you know, you know, do whatever, baby. But um, I'm going to go, you know, I need some stuff for my Swiffer, those little things that you put on that mop thing. And she looked at him. I mean, the look she gave him was almost like a worse look than she gave him when she caught him jerking off to porn. Like, it was like as if he killed her little kitty cat. I mean... She was so offended yes. that he would clean his own house because it, he should that that turns her off. Is yeah. that a guy that would would actually it, like he he took very I mean he was a perfectionist. He took pride in his apartment. Blah blah and blah. And his body. He sat. And yes. Recited uh, 
what is it, Our Father, while he sat, well, and he he pumped iron, looked at, looking at himself. That's because he went to church every week and then went to confession and then confessed how many times he jerked off, looking at porn, you know, how many times he had sex, um, not being married, you know, out of wedlock, blah, blah, blah. And then when he had to do his 20 Hail Marys, he was doing that in the gym, you know, making his muscles ripped. He was ripped. Yeah, he was really he ripped. He was really ripped. And he had like no movie. hair on his body. He completely shaved it all. But anyway, Did so. Did you think he was hot? I, that wouldn't really. I mean, yeah, he had a nice body, but like he looked at himself so much. It just that. Uh, I don't I mean. Characters sucked. Anyway, back to the Swiffer. So we're at the store, right? They're at the store, and he was like, what? I, I want to buy, you know, the things from my Swiffer. And she got all in his face and was like, you don't need to be doing that. I'll have my cleaning lady come to your house. At that point, I looked at Derek, and he probably felt it coming. <laughs> I'm sure he did. Because I said to him, if we're at Target... And you ever feel the need to want to get a new mop or do something <laughs> and you want to take pride in cleaning like the milk that our kids spill on a daily basis or like God knows what macaroni cheese, you know, on the grout in the tile or grape juice stains or, you know, somebody took off a pull up and then peed on the floor. I you know what you can you have my permission to do anything floor related, <laughs> cleaning related. I, you know, if you want to shave your head and look like, you know, the guy on the Lysol bottle, Mr. Clean or whatever, go for it. I would not be offended. Like that would <laughs> no, be no, the no, biggest. That wasn't exactly what you said. You had that'd hit, be the biggest turn on. Yeah, yeah, no, that was it. <laughs> Um, yeah, she had the direct opposite reaction that, that Scarlett Johansson. It was just like all of a sudden you were you were moist as hell because you, oh. you wanted oh god <laughs> he wanted he wanted to do some Swiffer action. All of a sudden, Joseph Gordon Levitt, the Guido character, was very attractive to you. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was like a ten in my book right there. <laughs> Any man that wants to talk shop about. About cleaning. Like, you're sold in my book. If you want to help me clean, you know, and, and you want to take pride in your Swiffer, do it. Oh, my God. We just focused, like, almost five minutes on, on that one Swiffer scene. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, my Jesus Christ. So, anyways, what did you think of this movie? You know, I would watch this again because... You gotta be kidding I me. thought Tony Danza was awesome. And it's one of those movies where, you know, if it was probably because we watched so much of the Jersey Shore where it just made me laugh. OK, we got it. We got to put this out there in a minute. We have watched the entire. Yes, we Jersey watched Shore. every episode. And as insulting as it is, we continue to watch it because it's just <laughs> like a train wreck. Yes. And I I think if it wasn't for Jersey Shore, I would not have enjoyed it as much. I preferred this one over Killjoy at any moment. Okay, we're jumping the gun a little bit. Sorry. But <laughs> Sorry. That was like the pre-cum. Oh, Jesus, that's disgusting. <laughs> that's fucking disgusting. Anyway, Derek, what did you think? <laughs> what did I think? I think I already laid it out well, there. I know, you hated it. 
It was. It's too bad because I love all the actors that are in the movie. I think they're they're all usually in really good stuff, and they're usually really great. And I'm talking every single last actor that was in this movie. And it just was unfortunate they're wasted on this really trite material. It was really kind of so predictable that you you I couldn't really get invested in it. I was just like because almost at like. I guess I didn't notice where I was at in the movie. I was just still waiting for it to pick up steam and go somewhere that when I paused it to take a break and go get something to drink, because you had already passed out at least a half hour (laughs) by that point. It was almost done. It was like 10 minutes. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm still waiting for this movie to do something. But that's because Killjoy was not predictable. Well, we already said that movie was a fucking pile (laughs) of shit. But, um... Yeah, I think that's just for me. This this movie was, and this is my problem with most romantic comedies. And this wasn't really a comedy. I think it's it was more of a drama, even though you know the editing is really good. I think you know they did a great job. The pace, regardless of you know the story itself, it kept moving along. And um, yeah, I just I didn't okay, like it. So- it's just a typical. Uh, what would you rate it, one to ten, Derek? Oh, do we? I don't know. Do we want to do one? Let's. No. Okay. Well. Okay. I still enjoyed it more than you, and I know I fell asleep. And yes, it was pathetic to the point where I could still wake up in the end and still know pretty much everything that had happened. That's a pretty big indication as to the quality of a film. But I do want to add, when Derek was watching the Killjoy series. I watched part of three, and he fell asleep to that. Did I fall asleep to three? Yes. You were snoring on the couch, and then I was sitting there, and it finished, and then I finished balancing the checkbook, and I woke you up. Are you sure about that? you sure I didn't fall asleep afterward? No, you fell asleep in parts of the third one. Oh, none of those movies were good. So we both have fallen asleep to a share of... Oh yeah, well that's kind of what yes. this is. Is that we're kind of, you know what? This is this little segment is going to kind of be like for. I, I'm sure the younger listeners of Astro Radio Z are going to be like, oh my god, these people are ancient. Where these are the walkers? Suck. These, these these are old timers. Why am I listening to this? But this is reality, folks. When you have three kids, you've been together 15 years. You've watched enough fucking shitty ass movies together that you know what? At some point, <laughs> you're getting to that point where you're pushing. 40 and (laughs) when you get that little bit of time and you're you're zoning out on the couch that couch overtakes you and you get tired yes (laughs) unless it's a great movie man it's sometimes i have to revisit some of this stuff a couple times in order to finish it but i only really revisited if i thought it was worthwhile and honestly i can't i'm surprised that i made it through don john I, I'll give it that. I watched the whole thing, but I think I was it was in anticipation that because of the all the people that were involved were were so good usually that I was expecting something to happen because it was toward the end it actually did start to get a little bit better mm-hmm. once Julianne Moore's character became more a part of the film.
Hey, good looking. Want a date? Are you looking for a sleazy good time? Then check out the podcast that gives you more half and half bang for your buck than any other show out there. Exploited Cinema. Join hosts Bat32, Dale Roy, and The Goat as they bring you sleazy and cheesy movie reviews each month. They'll also bring you engrossing interviews with indie filmmakers and horror historians. So what are you waiting for? Put your money on the dresser and get busy or else stop wasting my time. I need a man-sized podcast. Not one for little boys. And that means exploited cinema. Listen up, suckers. Visit Exploited Cinema today at www.exploitedcinema.blogspot.com. You dig? So let's go ahead and let's go to the, the final section, which is who wins this battle? Killjoy goes to hell versus Don John. And then uh, give give our uh, how how long you stayed awake to this these movies uh, countdown. So what would you say was better, Killjoy or uh, Don John? Don John, because it had more than two rooms that things were filmed in. True, it was a perfection. Well, it had a budget, and Tony Danza was in it. Tony Danza alone trumps this. Yeah, I thought that was a better movie too. I still didn't like it, but it was still was a better movie. So I won this one. You did win this one. Yeah. Killjoy, Killjoy totally sucked. <laughs> it was horrible. And you know, the funny thing is everyone tells me that's the best one of the series. It was horrible. But that's most like full moon movies now are garbage like that. They're just terrible. It was fun. So do you want me to tell you how long you, you stayed awake or do you think you, you can? Which, for which one? Okay. Oh, for, for Don John? Don John. I think I watched... Probably the first 45 minutes. Yes, that's correct. And then I know I probably fell asleep 20 to 30 minutes into Killjoy. No, did I fall asleep? In... No, Killjoy, we kind of came in and out because it was just like it was so boring that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. We, 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 we would go get something to eat or you'd go over look at your bills or it was just something that was on in the backdrop. <laughs> so it wasn't something we really paid attention to much. It's, it, does that to. hurt our credibility as as people talking about movies, or is that just for the reality? Of- it's the reality, which is which is why, like you know, Derek likes to go to the movie theater, and I think the last couple movies we've I've actually gone with him. He he goes to more movies than I do. I have fallen asleep at the theater, so. For me, I'd rather at least be home where I can go on Netflix and just watch a part again and lay on my couch because why do I want to pay twelve or ten dollars? Well, it's more than that. Or whatever it is. Let's but be let's be real. Once you get know. to our age and you're in our situation where you have three kids, a night away to the movies and it is a very expensive endeavor. It's more than going to dinner. It is. So what is it now? If you go to the movies, most movies are in 3D. Luckily, our options here, because we live in a small town in uh, Wisconsin, 
uh, it's not as much as, say, if you went to like an IMAX in Chicago where you're paying much more than we are. I mean, 3D isn't as much of a factor here, but still it's what, like $12 a ticket times two, then then soda and popcorn. So we're usually paying upwards of almost 30 to $40. Plus you got to pay that babysitter. And there's another... <laughs> It, we're, I mean, a night out at the movies is expensive yes. for us, so we don't get to go very often, and ver, have that verse sing at home, where I can crack open a beer, sit on my couch, just flip on Netflix that I pay one subscription fee to. Now, Killjoy was isn't on Netflix. That was a disc that oh, I had, right? So that didn't that doesn't count for that, but. Yeah, I don't know. I would have been pretty pissed if we had gone to Don John. At the movie theater. Yeah, yeah. I would have laughed still a lot at the Tony Danza part. Well, I don't know. He wasn't particularly funny, but he well, was... he had some veins in his arms. Oh, oh they, they both—they both were ripping. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, Don John was better. Which would I watch again? I'd I'd watch Don John again just just to laugh at dumb things that aren't funny. Um, if you had Killjoy in the background, I'd still watch it, but, <laughs> but you're also the kind of person that anything that's on the TV, yeah. you're, you just, you're too lazy to turn it off. Yeah. I pretty much, if Derek turns it on, I'll watch it. I might not watch all of it, but yeah. I'll watch it. So yeah, maybe we'll have a better selection next round. Yeah. We don't know. This will just happen every once in a while. We, I was going to have this and maybe this will become, a, if you guys like this episode, this will become uh, kind of something that reoccurs every now and then because we watch stuff all the time. Well, this is just our reality. Yeah, this is, <laughs> you may not like these episodes, so I will be labeling them as D&T, uh, but they'll be Astro Radio Z episodes, but they'll be a D&T, you know, version. Special edition. Special edition, so I'll label them. So if you guys like them, awesome, uh, but this is this is our lives. I mean, not only do I do this podcast and and uh, occasionally attempt to make movies, uh, we sit and this is what happens. You sit around and watch movies when you have three kids. And the fr- I think the fr- one of the first real movies I watched with Derek when I met him was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Dawn of the Dead. Oh. Was it Dawn of the Dead? Was it Texas no, Chainsaw? Oh, no, no, no. Our first movie was... Uh, um, there's Something About Mary. There's Something About Mary. Yeah. That was our very first night ever hanging out or well. Well kind on of. a date kind of. Yes. I guess of. I guess that would be a date. Right. <laughs> do we even know what dates are? No. Not really. Oh jeez. So how do you think this went? Um, I think it went good. I think it'll it'll this will force me to To pay attention to, to the movie. Well, that but to actually look at other things on the Netflix that's not reality. Oh, you mean <laughs> other things to torture me with. That's yes. what this is about, right? Because now, now Derek will have no choice but to sit with me. Oh, Jesus. See, that was, that's the double-edged sword of this. this but you not- do realize now that gives me free reign. If if we're going to designate, we're going to go, hey, this is this is the movie you got to watch for Derek, that's every DNT. night of my life. Oh, Jesus Christ. Give me, get over it. It is. <laughs> I've watched, I watched all, well, most of the witchcraft multiple times because we watch them in fast forward after we watch the real episode. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's, seeing how we've, we're basically done with DNT and we're gearing up because uh, the next after this episode, the next witchcraft episode will be the next episode um, in which we're actually just to give you a little bit of a teaser as to what's going to be on that episode. We have a, a Tanya Atomic is going to come on the episode with us because even though she hasn't been on all of the episodes proper, dun, the, dun, dun. she watched all these fucking movies. And uh, she's a trooper. Her husband forced her after she gave up. Because if you remember, I said last episode that she gave up because she was tired of watching boring movies. Her husband was pissed and felt like, we've gotten this far. And now you're going to give up on me? Get up and finish. (laughs) He was like a coach. He was like a coach. No, it's called marriage for better (laughs) or worse. And he was in the long haul, and she was willing to give up. And and her partner in crime said, "You know what? Screw you." No, this is better for you. This is good for you. You got to finish the the witchcraft series. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, so so, does it hurt to sit and have to watch these witchcraft movies with me? Um, I get more bored when you want to do the recap and the fast forward, and we have to watch like two or three in one night and fast forward after the kids go to bed. Because it's like, oh, I just look forward to, like, watching something, and then I have to watch it in fast forward because we had already watched it in real time. Yeah. Yeah. That's the reality of this, folks, because I want to bring you a quality program is that I watch it multiple times in order. and, And I don't know why. I don't know why. Because Derek is a perfectionist when it comes to wanting he wants everyone to know the truth about movies, and he and he doesn't want to make a mistake in giving you invalid information. Yeah, no, but that's bullshit because I, I make <laughs> mistakes all the time. Well, but you know, when when you're set out for a project, you, you do it 110. You don't just do it half-ass. You're like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it real. Oh, that's nice. It's, I thank you. It's true. Oh, we should probably end sugar. this. <laughs> so, yeah, anyways, the, the witchcraft episode that's going to be next after this one is we're going to actually have a few of the people involved with the witchcraft movies speaking to their movies. We have Ron Ford, who was the director of part 11, recorded us a little segment, which is great. Did a really great job. Uh, he has a great sense of humor about his experience on that film. And then in a two-part episode, we're going to – we're also going to have Brad Sykes who directed part 12. He's going to come on. I'm going to be talking with him. And then in the future, we'll have an interview with him on his new anthology, his Shot on Video Anthology High 8, which I'm super excited about. And if you remember, I had Tim Ritter on the show last year, really early last year, and he was also involved with uh, High 8. So I'm super excited to talk with Brad about that picture. But those are two of the people right now. We're hoping to get a few more people before we record that episode uh, to speak to it because we kind of want to get witchcraft out of our system and we want to do it with a bang. We want this this last episode, since how we only have two films to talk about, uh, we want to bring you guys some quality closure to this torturous journey that I forced everyone on. So um, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode of Astro Radio Z. Tammy, thanks for coming on. How, how We broke your podcast, <laughs> Cherry. How did that feel? You know, I had a little teaser on that one podcast, and but that was like 
like people saw me on the screen that we were talking to, that was a little more nerve wracking. Well, that's because it was, I usually people, I usually do these podcasts on Google Hangout. So it's a video chat where now it's just you and I in a microphone yes. talking to each other. So it's not, there's, I mean, there's no expectation of some other weirdo and all the people that I talk with are weirdos, including myself. Yes. But um, watching you having to perform for them, it's just me and a microphone. Are you intimidated by the microphone? It's, you know, it, it's it's a nice looking microphone. <laughs> it is. If you guys saw it, it's, it's very nice. It was a good investment. Yeah, it, hopefully it sounds good. Yes. So, anyways. It, it. This has been fun. Well, I'm glad. I think it's been fun. We'll see how this this turns out. And I'm I'm really shocked that none of our kids woke up and came and interrupted this episode. Yeah, I am. Because I kept shocked. thinking, oh, someone's gonna come down the stairs and just like ruin it. But Derek's an editor, so he would you would have probably not known. But we actually made this without being interrupted. So that right there, that's worth it. Yeah, I agree. So thanks for coming on. I, I, we'll do this again in the future. And, uh, of course, I am Derek Carey. You can uh, find out about me on Facebook and Twitter if you're interested. You can also learn more and follow Astro Radio Z on Facebook, Tumblr, and Twitter. We also have a webpage, astroradioz.com, where you can go and find all of the episodes. You can find out about us. Um, you can check out some of the, the other podcasts that we're, we're buddies with and go support them. We'd love for you to guys, if you if you feel like you want to contribute, you can or just talk to us and let us know. Give us some feedback. Uh, Astro Radio Z podcast at gmail.com. You can contact us there or just get a hold of us on the various social media outlets. Or if you have any suggestions of movies I can torture Derek with. Yeah. Get a let hold me of, know. Yeah. You just email us at Astro Radio Z podcast at gmail.com so from Astro Radio Z this is Derek Carey and Tammy Carey thanks for listening catch you next time there's a time for love and a time for living take a chance and face the wind open road and a road that's hidden Choice is up to you, my friend. Not so long, but you might awake to a brand new life. Brand new life.